0: hey everybody taylor here and i'd like to welcome you all to use your voice this is a podcast created using the anchor app please feel free to download this app and make your own podcast it's free 99 you don't want to miss out you never know whose life you're going to touch Y'all, and welcome to another episode of Use Your Voice. Today, we're actually going to be talking about conviction. I know, like, we kind of look at this term and we feel like, hmm, you know, I'll leave everybody's conviction up to themselves. And it's 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 not a touchy subject. I don't think it's that touchy. But I think it's something that needs to be talked about because I feel like we use that term a little loosely and we don't know what conviction truly is. So I wanted to talk about this because I have a question for y'all. Are you listening to your convictions? When the Holy Spirit is convicting you, are you listening? Are you actually paying attention to what the Holy Spirit is telling you? There's times we don't listen and we ignore the Holy Spirit altogether, And that is a problem. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start off with this scripture. Um, It's 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 24. I'm going to get real biblical with (laughs) y'all on this podcast, on this episode. So this is what it says. But if all prophesy... And an unbeliever or an uninformed person comes in. He is convinced by all. He is convicted by all. Now, whoa, what is conviction? So an unbeliever can actually get convicted. Hmm. Now I'm a prophet and yes, I prophesy. But like, it's not me That does the convicting it's the holy spirit and a lot of people think that we can convict someone but we have no power in doing so just as just the same as i have no power in casting out a demon i have no power in uh healing someone who's sick i have no power raising the dead without the holy spirit If I did, it's a false power. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that in another episode. But I don't do it. Taylor doesn't do it. It's God through me that does the convicting. I don't have to pretend like I'm this magical person. No. God gives us authority and he gives us power. But he authorizes that. Yeah? Okay. So just because I'm, I'm kind of skipping ahead on some things, <laughs> let me backtrack a little bit. So, the definition of conviction. So, I'm not talking about, you know, um, if a guy, he preaches, he preaches with conviction. Like, oh or, like, I feel like conviction, there's conviction, there's conviction of sin. So, like, conviction of sin is when the Holy Spirit shows mankind their error concerning sin in a way that produces just a deep sense of like okay I'm I have sinned I a personal personal sin so like I know I said oh if a guy preaches with conviction now that's different like um but when you're when the Holy Spirit convicts you of sin like Holy Spirit is telling you hey this is wrong And we need to correct this. But a lot of people have ignored the Holy Spirit. And I'm not going to say a lot of people as if I'm not one of those people. (laughs) I have ignored the Holy Spirit several times back in the day. Where I'm just like, "Um, you know, I, I think I was right because I'm being led by my emotions. Or I think, you know or if if I if I have a spirit of pride and I'm just like, "Huh, I'm not going to I'm not going to apologize, I'm not going to do I'm not going to repent, I'm not going to do any of that." Like pride can keep you from repenting. Yeah? That is not okay. <laughs> that is not okay. And we have to make sure that we are not walking in the spirit of pride. Um so when we are being convicted, especially on the, like, we can be uh, convicted of the major things. Like, let's say I curse someone out or that's not a, a huge, huge major thing, but like, let's say, um, someone killed someone. Of course. Okay. Holy Spirit convicts you. All right. I, what then happens after you get convicted? So with conviction, there has to be something, there has to be a correction. When the Holy Spirit convicts, he's he's actually guiding you and he's correcting you and he's saying, hey, that's wrong, but lean on me for a better way. And so the better way will, to actually fully function and, and, and uh, I guess transform, there is a repenting that has to happen right so also like when when the holy spirit convicts you of those major things which kind of would help helps me in my salvation walk hello hello so he's convicts me of the major things but like i since i turn away i repent and i don't i sin no more right you repent you turn completely away. It's a 180, not a 360. A lot of people think repentance is a 360. You go around and you repent again. And then you go around that merry-go-round and you repent again. And then it's, it just creates a cycle in your life. And then it turns from, oh, I'm repenting to, no, you're just apologizing. Hey, God, I'm sorry, but I'm going to do it again. I'm sorry, but I'm going to do it again. And I'm sorry, but I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Yeah, that's some heavy stuff, I understand, but this is so important. Like, we we apologize, and then we're doing it again. We apologize, and then we're doing it again. Why am I, why do I keep doing this thing? Hmm. So, with repentance, and we turn away... I'm about to get touch on that other subject just in just a second, but when with repentance and we're turning away, we're doing a 180. When we repent of those big things, Holy Spirit starts speaking louder and louder and louder. And and when we repent and we give Holy Spirit our all, we give God our all. We submit to Jesus Christ and the will of God. There becomes a a um. It's 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 almost as if the Holy Spirit is kind of like your wingman wherever you go, and so any little thing happens, and you kind of like let's say you roll your eyes at this girl, Holy Spirit's like nah, that's not right. <laughs> so, so like it's it it becomes, it goes from the major things to like the smaller things that have that we may do, and we didn't know that we do, but we're in error in error in, so, um. Number one thing I wanted to talk about also is just we we all have sinned and fall, fallen short of the glory of God. We need a Savior. We need a Lord and a Savior. God is not only our Savior. He saves us from our sin. He's also the Lord of our lives. And so if we are submitting to God's will and we repent, And we submit to what the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit has, Holy Spirit, have your way, right? We say, Holy Spirit, have your way. We submit to Holy Spirit and we say, hey, have your way. God, your kingdom come, your will be done. So God then becomes our Lord. And when we are not listening to our convictions and when the the Holy Spirit convicts us, we're not listening to him. We are submitting ourselves to something else right so this something else is not something you want to submit to you always want to submit to god you're either all in for god or you're not you're either 100 percent a christian or you're not there is no back and forth and that's something that um I, I see a lot in the church. Like, I see a lot of this back and forth, back and forth. We in the club, but then we also in the church. Like, and I know everybody uses that as an example, but like, I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. And so when we are, when the Holy Spirit is saying, eh, that's wrong, and you get that feeling in your chest or in your gut, and you're like, something ain't right or I'm not doing right, then like, you you want to move off of that and say, hey, you know what? I don't need to do this, and actually repent for your sins. And like, there's change that happens when we when I said God, I actually uh to come into my life, be my Lord and Savior. Now the change don't happen overnight, okay, <laughs> okay. I ain't gonna be one hundred percent on fire out here speaking in tongues on day two of my salvation. Now let's just talk about that. I know a lot of, I probably lost a lot of people in the first half, but let I'm going to keep it a buck 50 with y'all. It is not easy on this walk, y'all. I had to be sharpened. If I'm being transparent, I was one of those people who were in the club, but also in the church. Like I love Jesus, but then I also was still dealing with insecurity. So I'm still seeking like men out. I'm still seeking, you know, relationships. And although I'm not like, intentionally trying to give my body away, I'm still doing these things. I'm still, you know, wanting that affirmation and and not knowing that I could get that from God himself. So, I I I completely get it. There's some broken parts of us at at the same time that need healing and it needs time. And we call this life, we call it the journey. There's a journey that we as believers go through. It's not It's not easy. And I understand it. Everybody is at a different stage of their walk with Christ. But here's the kicker. Are you going to stay at the stage you're at? Do you want to? Do you want to change? (laughs) That's my question. And I believe God is calling for his children to turn away from the world. Turn away from the world and turn to him because he is where your help comes from. He is who will affirm, affirm you. He is who will give you unconditional love that you're looking for. He will fulfill those parts that you're, 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 you're needing satisfaction in. You're needing some kind of, you're needing that, that 24/7 love coming in. Like God, God satisfies. He has such a love that quenches. It quenches. Oh my gosh, I'm about to cry just thinking about it. Oh sorry guys. <laughs> my emotional self. It quenches. Okay, so we talked about what um I'm about to uh move forward. What should we do when the Holy Spirit convicts you? Repent. Repent. Turn away from your sin. This is how you repent, guys. This is not let me tell you what you do when you don't. This is what you don't want to do. Lord, I repent for my sins. Okay, uh, and then you go back to doing what you're doing. No, 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 there is a sincerity. There is a surrendering. There is a humility that happens when you're repenting. It's not just a, I repent, just saying those two words. <laughs> that ain't it i've done that i've done it it doesn't work <laughs> there is it doesn't work it's not sincere but it's there is a heart posture that happens when you're repenting there is a humility there is a humbling part of that happens like with the holy spirit it's convicting you and you're saying i repent like god i sincerely I can't do this walk without you. God, please take the desire to do this thing away from me. Um, one thing I had to do, um, I had to get on my knees before God and say, God, I lay it at your at your feet. I have nothing else to give, but God, I give you me. And I repent for my sins. I repent for still being worldly, for still wanting to, 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 still desiring a man over you a human being over you or desiring you know love from other people over your love i repent i i have an addiction to masturbation or pornography or whatever it is i i deal with so much anger god i repent for cursing this girl out i'm dealing with this anger and And I just, I don't know what to do about it. But God, I trust that you are the one that's going to help me. There is a humble transparency that you need to have with God. God is not the one, he he is not like going to look at you and say, ugh. You're just, you're just so dirty and you're this and like, no, people get that so wrong from God. They think God is just sits on his throne and he's looking at who's messing up and how they're going to hell. Like, no, God does not want, the Bible talks about how God wishes that no man shall perish. No man. That means the people who are cursing God's name out right now, he wants you in heaven. Hell is not meant for us. And he, and he, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. He cries. Like he, he has emotions. He cares about us. And the devil has us so blinded that we think that God is just a judgmental God. And we think that he's just such, he's just this God that's just ready to strike everyone down at any moment. And that's not him the reason why people still have breath in their lungs right now who claim to be satanist or who claim to just hate god so much god has mercy on their souls um so i wanted to talk about conviction versus condemnation and then i'm gonna wrap this up uh John 3:16. This is the gospel that we that we love to repeat all all over the all over the place, up and down the road. Uh actually, let me go to John 1 John 1:9 <clears throat> real quick. So, 1 John 1:9. It says, "If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins." And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So that is what repentance, what we do when we repent, when we confess, hey God, I sinned. Uh this is what I did wrong. I see error in my ways, and I ask that you you forgive me and you cleanse me. And he is a faithful God. And he, he does cleanse us, you know. But sometimes, uh sometimes we do need deliverance. Um from from these things because sometimes if, we, if we're dealing with something like a, a an addiction of some sort sometimes deliverance may may need to take place but hey guys i will talk about deliverance on another po- on another podcast because that's a whole nother thing i know some of y'all looking at me like ah. but it's okay uh first uh not first john john 316 it's the gospel also i have my ipad here. Haha. <laughs> Handy-dandy, I have to show you guys the iPad, the infamous iPad. Um, for those who are listening, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, so John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, this is the New King James Version, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. Let's go to verse 17. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Jesus came down here not to tell people that they was about to go to hell. That it's literally not what the gospel was. The gospel is, is a reconciling. Jesus is reconciling us back to him, reconciling us back to God. That is what is it's a style, it's a it's a it's like a superhero coming to save the day. Like that's what Jesus did for us. He came to save us, not to condemn us. And we make choices here on this earth. We can choose him or we don't. There are people who who choo- who don't choose God and if you die in your sin unfortunately this hell is going to be the place that people will go in go to. And I know that's such a that's such a tough thing to say. I hate to say that, but it is the reality. Um, people choose not to follow Jesus. People choose not to live a righteous life. You have that choice. God gives us free will, but he also does chase after us. You ever heard some, if, if, and God doesn't, if you don't know who Jesus is, or if nobody has shown, told you the gospel, if you don't know, well, of course God is going to make it known to you. Hey, this is the gospel. This is, this is, um, the true gospel. And a lot of people make the choice. Hey, I don't, I don't want to deal with Jesus. And unfortunately that's what they're, that's what they make that's what they choose. So um, also. Did it see? Okay, so uh did John 3:16, we're going to keep going. We went 3:16, 17. Let's go 18. He who believes in him, in Jesus, is not condemned. But he who does not believe in is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. So you hear what I just said and then you get the scripture to back it up. Don't you just love Jesus? I love him. All right, Romans 8, 1. uh, And then we're going to wrap this thing up. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Not me not knowing where Romans is. Come on now. Here we go. So it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Okay. So as we hear these, these um, words, there's no condemnation. Conviction is not condemnation conviction is holy spirit saying hey let's try a better way hey that's sin you don't want to do it let's repent that's what the holy spirit does when he convicts us he makes us better conviction is is love there's love in conviction it's not meant to make us feel bad or guilty um also condemnation the guilt the shame That is the enemy. That is the devil. That shame. That condemnation. That feeling like you're not worthy. Feeling like you you can't even go before God's throne. Because you did so bad. That is the enemy. Don't let him fool you. Don't let him make you feel like God doesn't love you. Because he loves you so much. And he's saying, hey, let's do something better. And that is. Pretty much the end of this (laughs) entire thing. Um, I hope you guys learned a little something about conviction. I am not here to convict anyone, but God does that. If you ever, if you feel convicted, know, understand also someone is telling you something. And you feel a little off about it because because we're, we're not here to force conviction. That is not my job. And that is not anyone else's job here on this earth. We're here to do the will of God and, and say what God is saying. That is it. I can share with you the word and that is what I'll do. But the Holy Spirit does the convicting, not me. So thank you, Jesus, for this podcast. Thank you, Jesus, for another day. And thank you, Jesus, for uh, (laughs) watching. I said watching. Thank you, Jesus, for you guys listening. And to those who are watching, God bless you and have a great day. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll catch you guys next time. Be sure to follow me at Taylor's Voyage and my ministry at We Are Firestarters with two S's on Instagram and pretty much all social media platforms. Have a blessed one.